You're listening to the Mama Guide Podcast, episode number three. I'm your host, Chelsea LaFon, and today we're talking about my secret rules and guidelines, everything you need to know for home decor and more. Before we get started, I'd love and appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could take a moment to leave a review. It helps other moms just like you find the podcast in the future. I'll be diving into some of these topics way more in depth in the future, so don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and more information that you'll love. After the show, come hang out with me over at themamaguide.com where you can find more resources, downloadables, and tips just for you. All right, let's get started. So today I'm going to be talking about all the rules and guidelines for home decor, and some people may disagree. Some people might say there are no rules to home decor, and they're right to a degree. That's if it comes naturally to them and they don't have to think about it. Some people are naturally good at music. For the rest of us, we have rules to follow to learn how to do it. So when it comes to any type of designing or decorating or putting things together, I created a set of rules to really help and guide us along the way. You can use these rules right away if you're brand new to decorating or even to tune up what you've already decorated in your home. These rules will stick with you and I promise you're gonna love them. So let's jump right in to tip number one. Tip number one is if you're looking at a space or something you put together and maybe something feels off, I recommend decorating with the rule of three or odd numbers. I'll give you an example. And here's why. Odd arrangements Not weird arrangements, but odd numbers of arrangements are more pleasing to our eye naturally. You'll see odd numbers naturally throughout nature as well. If you look at a flower, you'll see they typically have an odd number of petals. It's just built into us naturally that it looks better. If you're decorating perhaps a bookshelf, on one single shelf, if you place just an item on the left and an item on the right, those two pieces aren't creating a cohesive balance. Think about balancing that area out with another piece on the left or a third piece on the right or even centered in the middle. Three, five, seven. These will always look better to our eye and they're a great way to get started if you feel an area is stuck. Okay, tip number two. Tip number two is how to place items when you have multiple of them, like when you're doing a tablescape or setting up for a party. I want you to always remember the triangle when you're stuck and you don't know where to put pieces when you have multiple of them. The perfect example is like a Christmas tree. When we're decorating a Christmas tree, of course, the star is at the very peak top and the tree widens as it goes down. We naturally do the same thing when we set the presents out. We have the biggest pieces in the back and we slowly layer it smaller and smaller till we get to the very front. The next time you're looking at a tablescape and you're wondering where do pieces go? How can I decorate this? Think about the same thing. You wanna make sure that all the items are visible by moving from larger to smaller, you've got your centerpiece as the biggest arrangement. Maybe balance it out with the rule of threes, put something on each side of the table, and then move to smaller and smaller pieces, moving towards the plates or the edge or the front where the eye will see. This gives every item in the area a chance to shine, be appreciated and seen, and really helps you balance out a space. Let's move right into tip number three. Tip number three is a question I get all the time. How do I decorate without it looking cluttered? It's a fantastic question and I heard a lot of this from you on the blog, from the podcast episode number two. How do we decorate without it looking cluttered? The answer almost every single time to decor looking cluttered is that you're not using the proper sizes for the area. 
whether it be your furniture placement, photos on a wall, or even items on a shelf or a table. I want you to think about walking into a grand, gigantic lobby of a beautiful hotel. You see walls that shoot all the way up multiple stories. And what's on those walls? A big piece of art. In order to properly fill a space and complement the design, you want to make sure that you're using items that are large enough or even small enough. If you have a large wall in your living room, you don't wanna use lots of teeny tiny pictures to create a photo collage. You're gonna to wanna to use some that are large enough to complement the space. Don't be afraid to go bigger with your decor. Save the smaller pieces of decor for little nooks, maybe the mantle, maybe to fill a multiple decorated area. But you don't wanna take small pictures and put them on a big wall. Even if you add multiple of them, you're really gonna to have to add larger pieces as well to complement a bigger space. Now in the reverse, sometimes your pieces are just too big, which can be difficult if you buy a sofa, you move houses, and then all of a sudden it doesn't complement that room. We don't all have the luxury of being able to go and buy a brand new couch every time we have a different size room. Even when it comes to the size of our bed and the size of the bedroom. So how do you combat that? Larger pieces of furniture that we really can't, we just have to make it work. Think about pulling those pieces away from the wall. Our first thought is, Nope, I'm pushing it against the wall because I need as much space as I possibly can get. But what really happens is it makes it feel cluttered. It makes it feel tight. When we move furniture away from the walls that maybe is too big for the space, it allows the room to breathe and it makes the room flow look larger. Those tips together will almost always clear up any cluttered home decor and help you again with your placement. Tip number four is a question I get again all the time and it's about rugs. Where do we place the rug? Is it the right size? Does it go here? Does it go there? I have an answer for you that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. To know if a rug really works in your space, I want you to think about, if I put walls all the way around this rug, would that section off one functioning space? If the answer is yes, the rug's in a great spot. If the answer is no, then you need to think about the placement of function. Now, right now, my husband and I have a terrible habit of buying the wrong size rug for an area. So before you go out to buy a rug, my biggest recommendation is to take a measuring tape. Measure the space and think about the functioning area where you would like the rug to go. If it's up to a sofa, measure it to go underneath the sofa. Remember, the walls are the area of where the rug will go. Tip number five is to make sure you use enough elements and different mixtures of textures and pieces to really create a cohesive room. Make sure you're not just using one shade of wood throughout the entire room. It's a common decor mistake. Make sure you're using multiple pieces like metals, woods, you have greenery to give the room life. Make sure you have plenty of linens of different types, not the same texture, not the same color. It's okay to have the same drapery as what you've got on your bed, but mix it up with a different type of rug. Creating that diversity in a space in your decor actually makes it look more put together. So if you walk into a space, you're really kind of stuck, you're thinking something's kind of off, don't be afraid to add something new into it. Mix it up by adding different colors of metals, different types of woods, different types of pictures that might not match your decor, but really add some contrast and something interesting to your room. If you've got a lot of older pieces in your room, add some modern. It may not be matchy-matchy, but it'll really mix up your space and refresh things. Same goes for if you've got a lot of newer pieces. Don't be afraid to throw in something really cool like an antique bowl. 
We naturally draw towards matchy-matchy, keeping it the same, but like I said before, it doesn't create that contrast, that diversity that really brings the room together. You would think it's the opposite, but it's not. So don't be afraid to mix it up, try things new, grab something from another piece of your room and throw it in and see how it looks. That's it for today on episode number three. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. That's it for episode number three. I'll catch you on episode number four. We're talking all things fall trends 2019. Learn what's trending this fall, how to incorporate it in your wardrobe, as well as your home and how to get it for less. I'll catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh,